Welcome to the Inside Texas Football YouTube channel, powered by InsideTexas.com. I'm Joe Cook. Got Charlie Williams with us today. And Charlie, we've got you covering recruiting. We've got you uh, involved in college football. And now we got you talking a little bit about some NFL prospects that you were able to see training as they get ready for the combine. Uh, the Longhorns are obviously going to be a big part of this upcoming draft. Uh, but you saw a, a handful of guys, namely Tavondre Sweat, Byron Murphy, Christian Jones, Ryan Watts, and the maybe not participating Jonathan Brooks up there in, in the DFW area at one of the most well-known uh, uh, preparation and athletic training facilities there is in the Metroplex. Yeah, it was good to see those guys. I initially was coming to see uh, Byron Murphy and Tavondre Sweat. Um, as their trainer, uh, Brandon Tucker, invited me out, you know, to come out and get some footage and just meet those guys and interview them. So, you know, the Texas fans can kind of keep up with what they're doing and then kind of ran into everybody else up there training. So it was a cool experience just to see them guys, get those, see those guys prepare uh, for the combine and try to go out there and put their best foot forward. When it comes to Sweat and Murphy, those two guys, maybe with some of the receivers, but as far as defensive prospects go, they're going to be at the the top of the draft for, for the Longhorns with – Murphy probably a first-round pick. Sweat maybe finding a way into the top 32 as well and assuredly being like a top 60 guy. What were those two players working on most when you saw them up at Exos? Yeah, so they pretty much were finding their skills, getting ready for the drills that they're going to compete in at the combine. Uh, what does it look like? You know, what are, what are the scouts looking for when you're doing such drills? Uh, weave drill, bag drills, things of that nature. How far do you have to run after you hit your last bag? Is it a 10-yard sprint, 15-yard sprint? Just really just refining that, what, hey, what do I have to do, right, to get a good score or a good mark uh, from a scout at the combine? So it was really just working on those things, just preparing and prepping uh, what, they'll, what they'll face. Now, Tavondre Sweat was just at the Senior Bowl. Um, when he was at Texas, he was listed at, at above 360 pounds. Uh, he was he he didn't give his weight at the Senior Bowl. Uh, he was a little bit quiet on the on the topic with you, but as you can see in in the videos that you posted uh, in your article and even on social media, that he is a lot trimmer than he looked than what he was during the twenty twenty three season. Yeah, definitely, man. Looking at him, he looks he looks really good. Uh, he's like he's didn't see much fat on him. Um, he said he's fasting, right? He's he's trying to he's dropping the weight. And he's, he's getting in shape. He looks in great shape, and he's moving like he is. He didn't get tired during the drills yesterday at all, so he was able to work out for a full hour. Then they continued to work out and do extra drills after I left, so that lets you know what kind of shape he's in. But he looks really good. With with Byron Murphy, you know, he's he's not going to get any taller. Um, he's probably going to bulk up some, being able to work in a professional weight room. But what were some of the things you saw him working on most as he gets ready to head to Indianapolis as well? Uh, some of the same things that, you know, all the guys were working on, just preparing for the combine to know what to expect. So when they get there, hey, I'm, I can pass this test because I've been practicing for it for a long time. Um, but, you know, he had a, a film crew with him, which is always a good thing, because if you got a film crew following you, you're probably going to get drafted high. Um, but he just working on those things and taking some footage, uh, getting some footage uh, for the film crew as he worked out yesterday. With someone like Ryan Watts, he participated uh, in the Shrine Bowl. Um, played a little bit of corner, played a little bit of safety. What were some of the things that I, I, I know when you do defensive back drills, a lot of what you work on can apply to to both positions. What position was he preparing for or was he just doing general defensive back work when he was up there in, in Dallas on Tuesday? Yeah, so he's just doing general uh, defensive back work, working on uh, you know footwork, hips, turning your hips, um, 
coming downhill out there, say if you're defending an out route or a comeback route, just getting back downhill on the cones, backpedaling and coming out of his break. Um, he just wants to show that he's one of the most uh, smoothest DBs in the draft, that he can run, that he can move, that he does have the hips to play corner, but he doesn't care where he plays corner or safety at the next level. He just wants to play and prove that he can play DB at the next level. What are, when um, you're, you're looking at Ryan Watts and he's what, 6'3", probably over 200 pounds, you know, that's a big guy, but there are some smaller and faster receivers at the next level. Did he explain anything or did, did the coaches there and trainers there emphasize what he has to harp on most ahead, ahead of his uh, going to the NFL combine? Um, I wouldn't say individually because uh, they all worked out as a group. So it's him and a bunch of other DBs there. And they're all pretty much working on the exact same things and just preparing because it's all about you. How, how are you going to look in the combine? Can you can you show that you can move? Can you turn your hips? Can you turn and run? You have a smooth backpedal. You know, do you stay low coming out of your break? Things of that nature. So that's what they primarily worked on versus talked about who they'll be covering at the next level. It's more, more focused on working on themselves. So I know you mentioned you didn't get to really catch up a ton with uh, Christian Jones, but this can kind of go back to recruiting. When you're evaluating a prospect, you watch the sophomore tape, the junior tape, and the senior tape, and you see the improvements they make year over year. With with Christian Jones from some struggles at left tackle to becoming a really good right tackle in 2022 to a great one in 2023, how do you think, like, the before we get into what he was able to do the other day, how do you think NFL front offices are going to see that year over year improvement in Jones and really value that when they're making their draft board? I think they're going to look at his athletic makeup, his build, right? And how they can pretty much mold him into maybe what they want. Um, looks tall and lean, like he can play left tackle or right tackle, honestly. Um, so it's all about what team, you know, could look at his traits and say, okay, hey, we can work with this and this is what he can improve on. So I think. It just depends on that scouts, those GMs saying, hey, this guy has the build we want. He has the limp, he has the size, he has the strength. He has the footwork, he has the athleticism. Let's put him here and let's see how he does and then they continue to work with him on that. You know, now going to the NFL, these guys will be, football will be their jobs. No more school or anything like that. They get to work on their craft 24-7. So I think it'd be good for him. I think the more he plays football, the more reps he gets, the better he'll get. He's talked a lot about, uh, you know, how – Kyle Flood has has really changed his life. I think those those were his exact words. Um, when when you see a prospect develop like that, what does it say about just the the coach and what they're able to do? Because it's the prospect and the player obviously does so much of the work, but how does the the coach really factor in? And what does that say about Kyle Flood with him? That means Kyle Flood's a great teacher, right? Because being a teacher, you got to be able to reach your students and then get them to perform and do what you're asking them to do. So this shows that Kyle Flood is just great at what he does and reaching the kids in his room that he can teach them and they can apply what he's teaching. And that takes that takes some it takes a good a good coach and a good teacher to do that. With, with Christian Jones, obviously played a lot of tackle left and right in college, uh, but the NFL kind of has this has a trend to where some really successful tackles if they have a a limitation somewhere in their game, whether it be size or maybe with footwork, they're not afraid to to put him at guard, put those players at guard. Is that something that uh, you heard, you know, reference with Jones? And if so, do you think that might be a pretty good fit for him at the next level? Uh, he could play guard at the next level. I feel like he can get add the weight and 
pretty much he's strong enough to, you know, play guard, uh, especially for those teams who love to pull their guards. A nimble, athletic guy like himself can probably get out front and pull and be a lead blocker. So depends on the team that he goes to who decides to draft him that he probably could play guard. From someone like the Chiefs or 49ers who like to get their offensive line to move and pull a lot, I think he'll be a great fit. Last guy you saw up there was Jonathan Brooks. Obviously, he tore his ACL in, in November, and I think surgery was after that play on the field uh, at the Big 12 championship game. How's he doing? I know he's probably going to go to the combine, may not be able to do much as far as physical stuff, but there for the interviews and to meet with teams, maybe being the number one draft or the number one running back on draft boards. How's Jonathan Brooks doing as he gets ready for the, his part of draft season? Yeah, he was in good spirits. He was around watching Murphy and uh, and sweat workout and go through their, you know, their drills yesterday. Just being supportive, being a continued supportive teammate of them and just like, oh, man, keep it up. Y'all look good. Um, pretty much they're under the same team as far as agents. So they all do support each other. But he was there, you know, you got your rehab there at Exos and just preparing to go to the combine. And uh, pretty sure he'd be able to do all the interviews, like I said, just coming off surgery. But he was in good spirits, man. He was there being a supportive teammate. During the season, Tavondre Sweat and Jonathan Brooks, obviously they're in different classes. Sweat was 2019. Brooks, I think, was 2021. But but they're best friends, and I think they were roommates. Is that something that, that chemistry you can kind of see with, with those two specifically when they're working out? I can see the chemistry there. And I know like, they're really close, and they were joking, having a good time. But, man, just seeing all the Texas guys laugh, joke, talk about you know the times they practice on campus, while they're working out, you can tell it's like a, a tight knit group and that the culture has really changed at Texas because these guys are brothers off brothers and friends off the field um, while they're training. So I, it's, a, it's a really good thing to see. Last thing before we get out of here, we'll bring it all back to, to high school recruiting. You know, these are five guys that are going to get drafted. Uh, Sweat and Murphy could be early. Guys like Jones and, and Watts, maybe into the middle of day three, maybe even later than that. Guys like Jordan Whittington, Xavier Worthy, obviously. Uh, there's a lot of draft prospects coming out of Texas, A.D. Mitchell, Jatavian Sanders. When you're a coach and you can go into a meeting with a prospect, whether in your office or in their living room, how how big of an impact is it to be able to, in the entire presentation, go, oh, by the way, we put this many guys into the draft like Texas is about to do? That is huge because every kid's dream is to play in the NFL, right? If you play football, that's the ultimate goal. You want to make it to the NFL. And Coach Steve Sarkeesian has done a great job developing these guys and getting them prepared to get to the next level. And to have that many guys drafted on, you know, in the draft, that says something. You know, you look at Nick Saban in the past, being in the green room, sitting, and you've got three or four guys getting drafted. Coach Steve Sarkeesian is going to be able to do the exact same thing. And that is recruitment itself without even saying a word. But to go into a, a parent, a kid's home, meeting with his parents and saying, hey, tell them about everything you can do for them, but actually having the proof and showing that you got guys to the next level and not just one or two, but multiple, that really says something. And I think kids will listen. All three days are all draft picks, and it's really important. Before we get out of here, i got to say thank you to Andre the Lawyer. Andre the Lawyer, they never take more than their clients. No win, no pay, no upfront costs. Their principal office is in Dallas, Texas. They've been representing injured Longhorns throughout the state of Texas. Every client gets a personalized text message number so they can contact the team, get direct access to their lawyer all day and all night. Call Andre the Lawyer at 214-444-8808. Car wrecks, 18-wheeler accidents, slip and fall, anything, call Andre the Lawyer at 214-444-8808.
Charlie, thanks again, as always. Again, covering all three levels, whether it be high school, college, or a little bit of NFL draft. You do a lot over for Inside Texas. We appreciate it. Thank you for watching. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, head to InsideTexas.com, and we will see you next time on the Inside Texas Football YouTube channel.